Country music artist Erin Kelly may be young, yet for well over half her life, she's been performing for large audiences and on TV. Starting at four years old, this This is her podcast. Welcome to Erin Kelly's Life Behind the Mic, where each week she will introduce you to life as an independent artist. You'll get a backstage pass to the independent music scene and meet both musicians and experts that will give tips about the music industry and more. One, two, three, four... Welcome back to Aaron Kelly, Life Behind the Mic. Today's guest is Nike Van Wyk, owner of Sixfold Studios and musician from Bethlehem, PA. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah, no problem. So um, many people wonder, you know, as a country artist, whether you should record locally or in Nashville. With my latest EP, I decided to do both. So today I have Nike Van Wyk with me here. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about recording locally. Um, but first off, I would just like to talk a little bit about how you got your start in audio production. Excellent. So first of all, thanks again for yeah, having no me. Problem. Uh, I started getting involved with audio. Uh, I, I started playing violin when I was in kindergarten. Uh, so this, uh, it makes 25 years for me this past December. Oh, wow. And, uh, growing up, I was always interested in recording. I used to sit in front of my father's, uh, CD player with headphones, everybody be in the other room watching TV and I'd be sitting there listening to Jethro Tull and Dire Straits, Pink Floyd albums, you know, mm-hmm. just jamming out. And, uh, I eventually got to the point where I started taking my violin and trying to learn, um, you know, what I was playing along with the CDs and uh, started working with some, uh, you know, was invited to come into some radio stations, got very interested in the gear. And uh, as I progressed through middle school and high school, I was very interested in the recording arts and wanted to, uh, always had dreams of owning my own recording studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, right out of uh, high school, I went to one semester of college, but uh, college wasn't really something I was very interested in. And mm-hmm. I had a lot of professors who all said, hey, if you're already out touring, if you're doing this, you don't necessarily need a college education to say what you, uh, to say you're capable of writing songs and working you know, with bands yeah. and touring. You got the real live experience. So. Uh, when I left school, I didn't want to sit at home and wait for somebody. You know, a lot of people, you know, think that it's just going to occur if you go out and play, you know, bar scenes and everything else. So I took a uh, a different route for education, and I started interning in a recording studio based out of Montclair, New Jersey. They've since moved to West Orange, but it's called the Tallest Tree uh, uh, Recording Studios, and uh, it's run and uh, run and produced. The producer is uh, Joshua Paul Thompson. And uh, there, I got a chance to, you know, uh, started off doing all, you know, the the not so fun. Hang your dues. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you run, get coffee. You do the at that point, it's Rolodex. I don't know if we use Rolodex anymore. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, doing the emails, answering phone calls, um, and uh, I was very interested in, in learning the gear. So I had a little bit of hands-on experience and uh, had an opportunity to work with a lot of really cool artists there. As uh, as time went on, they started allowing me to work with the gear, 
and uh, started also, uh, funny story is if you're familiar with Joe, who's a, a very famous R&B uh, singer, mm-hmm. he actually just got a, he was just asked to, uh, or uh, sorry, just got permission, I should say, to re-release um, Adele's Hello on his current album that's coming out and it's phenomenal if you haven't had a chance to hear it yet. Uh, so, but I was, was there working with them and I was doing the intern thing, you know, running the coffees and everything else. And, uh, it was done with every, all of my responsibilities, I should say for that day, but I wasn't exactly ready to go home. I wanted to kind of stick around, but they were recording vocals for Joe's album. So I plugged in all my gear and I was messing with the, the, the gear in the studio and trying to get my hands on experience that mm-hmm. way. Next thing I know, I turn around, I see the producer and Joe sitting behind me and, uh, I got all apologetic because I thought maybe I in- interrupted their session. They came in. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I actually, from that experience, they came and they said, you're no longer going to be running coffees anymore. We're going to get you learning this equipment. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and I ended up uh, becoming one of the studio violinists for uh, his album. So that was kind of my first big introduction. So at that point, they didn't even know you played uh, violin at all. <laughs> I think I think they knew. They just, uh, they hadn't really experienced, uh, you know, um, me performing. I don't want to sound too... You know. <laughs> But uh, it was uh, it, it was a very fun experience. But I through high school, I got involved with uh, MIDI production classes and, and music theory mm-hmm. and uh, tried to work as much as I could in my lunch break. I stayed out of the cafeteria. I actually went to the choir and band room and, and, and started playing and working mm-hmm. uh, as much as I could in there and being around other musicians. So uh, it was an interest I always had. And, uh, you know, as I said, coming out of high school and into, you know, I, I, I went the route of internship to mm-hmm. kind of learn the ropes that way. Okay. So. Um, and I know you have a studio both in New York and in Bethlehem. Um, what made you decide to open up the second one in uh, Bethlehem? The uh, studio we have up in New York is uh, more of a home-based studio. And uh, we had a lot of clients coming in and out the door up there. And it's still up and running and functional. And uh, it's it's limited only in the fact that it runs mostly only when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um so and again, it's uh, you know you're you're limited to one room. Uh, well, I should say the control room and the live room. So mm-hmm. pr- productivity is great. You can still get a you know a band in there and everybody records, but it's still one in time. We had the opportunity. I always wanted to open up a, a studio here in the Lehigh Valley because I have a lot of a lot of uh, family ties and and friends and and then of course of performances and and I built a small name for myself here with uh, the Craig Thatcher Band and a lot of other performers who I've worked with here over the years. So, uh, and then I had a buddy, uh, John Rupp, who's my head engineer over at our studio. And mm-hmm. he was at the time the head ArtsQuest, uh, engineer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we met once, uh, from performing there and he, uh, he was great and he had everything tied in perfectly. Um, my violin had never sounded so great, not only on stage for myself, but out in the audience. And we were joking around. I was like, if I ever open up a studio in the Bethlehem or Lehigh Valley area, I want you to be my head engineer. And it kind of came a joke and we used to joke around it all the time. And then the opportunity came, uh, to open up, uh, there, I had somebody present an idea of me, uh, opening up a recording studio here in Bethlehem. And I was like, sure, let me see what we can do. I called up my buddy, John, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, we've been joking about this for years, but, you know, we kind of spoke it into existence. <laughs> so I gave him a call. I was like, do you really want to uh, to get started with this? He was like, absolutely. So we met one night and, uh, you know, we had a couple burgers and we discussed the whole the project. And it was uh, it was a dream and an opportunity that came at the right time. And we, we jumped on it. So it's really I, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I also have a question about... Um, Comparing recording locally compared to what I did in Nashville, like what are the benefits you feel about recording locally compared to Nashville? Um, obviously, there's benefits to both sides. Yeah, um, you know, recording here locally. I know uh, I've I've worked in many studios as far as being the actual uh, you know studio musician. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and every studio runs a little bit differently. You have uh, you have an opportunity to kind of work with the producer. So you you you're I think locally you want to work more with the people who you're relating to. Yeah. Whether it be the people who you bring in because of the area, or whether it's the people who are there at the studio. Uh, I know with our studio we like to kind of give everybody room to breathe and room to work. Um, you know, so you get to work, and uh, I, I think with Nashville, a lot of times you're working with their said musicians. Oh, yep. And you're usually working with the union mu- musicians. Correct. Exactly. Correct. So then when they're in there, um, you know, I, as, as far as I'm fam- uh, familiar with my own experience and with experiences from others, but mm-hmm. they kind of come in, they learn your song, and uh, they usually come in, they do one to three takes at most generally, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, sound good, cool, let's move on to the next one. Yeah. So uh, sometimes with a local studio, or, or depending on which studio you're going to, mm-hmm. it's nice because if you work with somebody who is more producing and you have a little bit more input into your own record, you know, it's nice because then, you know, you can kind of take this baby and and work with it. Yeah. And uh, from the studio's aspect, that's, that's great because you get to see um, – you know, uh, the development of the artist in front of you rather than just coming in and throwing everybody in the same uh, room. Uh, and also from as if, if there's any studio owners out there, it's also it's kind of like a catch 22 because you want to give the artist room to breathe. But exactly. you also have to know when to kind of take it away, because unless uh, they're paying to make every single decision, if you're in there and um you know, the artist is making this choice and this choice and wants to change this or tweak that, it can become a very long and drawn out, you know, um, process. Yep. <laughs> so if you kind of pull that in a little bit sometimes and say, no, this sounds great. And I think this is where, you know, you kind of have to be able to uh, have, a, have a nice overview and a, an end result in mind. So uh, and it's nice to work with somebody who you feel comfortable. In yeah, that aspect. exactly. So. And, and it's like more of a collaboration. I think Correct. sometimes yeah. people forget that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, where can people find info on your studio? Uh, you can go to either sixwillstudios.com, and that's the, it's spelled out the number six, so S I X W I L L studios, plural, dot uh, com, or uh, you can use the same uh, for our Facebook page as well. And I think you can get to the Facebook and the Instagram all through our website as well. That's great. Thank you so much for coming in, Nike. Oh, you know what I forgot? We we're going to play the song that we recorded at your studio. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um,. Let's. Here's a song that uh, we did at a studio. It's a lot of fun. Um, the song is called Jackknifed. One, two, three, four. He was a blue eyed Mustang from New Orleans. Faster than the wild, wide open. That makes you fall so hard that you lose control now. No. Oh, I should have seen him coming from a mile away But I was trapped so deep, my heart decided to cave Never thought I'd be the victim of a cheating man charm But I was tangled in his life like a ball of yarn When he leaned in close to make his move Wish I had the strength to let him Check this song out on iTunes called Jackknifed. And all the info for this episode will be on my website, AaronKellyMusic.com.
listening to Aaron Kelly's Life Behind the Mic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure to connect with Aaron on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, her website, AaronKellyMusic.com. That's AaronKellyMusic.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.